Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Everybody, we are back. It is Taped On Live, favorite race podcast, favorite channel, favorite race everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. Also, go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitter. It's at the Mark John NFL for me, at BD Williams 18 for BD. Also, uh, pandasupplements.com, pandasups.com. Use TDL for 35% off. I got the shirt on again. Uh, so make sure, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and check that out. Pandasups.com, TDL for the discount code, 35% off. All right. So, um, you know, we're covering the uh, beatdown versus Saints, uh, 24 to 0. Um, definitely an ugly football game all around, uh, especially, for, I mean, for the offense. I mean, I guess the defense, uh, I mean, they, Kind of just uh, you know put in a lot of bad positions because the offense could get past the fifty. So uh, you know uh, it was just uh, I mean <clears throat> they got offensive line problems. I don't know how they can fix that. There's nothing that they really can do about that at this point. <laughs> I don't know what the plan is with that. Uh, you know I I don't know what their what their plan is. Uh, I mean Luminor played better than Mumford this game, in my opinion. Uh, Mumford has been playing better than Luminar coming into this game, but Luminar is not a good run blocker like Mumford is. So I don't know what their plan is with that. Um, so, uh, I mean, the offensive line is a big problem. I mean, I mean, it's really uh, most of this game is the offensive line. Just get their, they got their ass kicked. Offensive line yeah. definitely got their uh, asses kicked. Um, and if it wasn't the offensive line, it was Foster Moreau getting his ass kicked. So, I mean, and he was in max protection a lot. So it didn't help that he was getting his ass kicked, too. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you don't want to, you know, I mean, if the offensive line grade or pressure amount, whatever, that went to some person, one person wasn't as much as Derek Carr was under pressure is because a lot of it went to Foster Moreau a little bit. But, you know, he had to block. I mean, that's, he's been blocking pretty well this season, too. Um, but he got his ass kicked. And then, um, you know, uh, I mean, Colt Miller didn't play as well uh, as you would like. Um, and, you know, Alex Bars, Alex Bars. Uh, Dylan Parham, you know, he, he he's, he plays better at the right guard. He is a left guard, but he's playing left guard for some reason. Uh, and he's sticking over there, even though he plays better at right guard. Right guard, he's basically lights out. I don't think he's made a mistake. Two games, he's played right guard. Parham? Two games, he's played left guard. I don't think he's made uh, Right guard? Two games, he's played right guard. The first game and um, what was the other game he played right guard? Was it the, wasn't the Chiefs game? I think it was the Broncos game, maybe. He was damn Broncos. Good. Yeah, he was damn good there too, playing right guard. Um, but they like him at left guard. Uh, that's what they want to do. But he's he's not playing as well over there. He's giving up pressure uh, over there as well. So uh, I mean, Derek Carr was basically under pressure the whole time, and then when he was under pressure, they would miss or 
you know, or he's throwing an interception flat footed for some reason. I don't know why he threw that pick. And then, you know, I mean, I get, no, I mean, I get why I no, threw pick, but it was stupid. They were blitzing. Those inside linebacks were blitzing a lot. Uh, not as much as, well, they, and they did, they did on they did on the scouting report definitely coming in that was a big thing. Uh yes, it was. But I mean, they didn't. It, it was more outside blitzes. So they they sent more like uh, the. But, and you you even showed me on that for on the first play of the game. You know, um, they get that run look. Uh, running back uh, stays in the block. Inside linebacker adds in on the blitz. So those inside linebackers, they I mean, they were blitzing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, they blitz they blitz more than teams would usually, and they blitz a right. lot early. It was a lot early on. So now that I look at it, like in the first half, the blitz uh, six times. So, um, so yeah, they're coming after him. And that's not, I'm not even counting like run blitzes. You know what I mean? Right, um, right, right, right. So, I mean, that's just, just, that's oh, just blitzing the pass. Got you. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just blitzing the pass. But they, I mean, there's, there's mad run blitzes too. Uh, sending Chris Harris off the edge. Uh, it was just, they just got their asses kicked, man. I don't know. There's really no other way to explain it. Um, I mean, they went to – I went uh, – somebody on Twitter told me how to go check out how Josh McDaniels did against the Saints the past couple of years or the last time he played them. And I guess last year they didn't score in the first half until, what, 34 seconds left. They got a field goal. And then they didn't score again until, like, the fourth quarter. I think it was, like, 21-6 to scoring in the fourth quarter against the Saints. So um, – I mean, the, the, credit to the Saints. Saints have built their defense to stop the run with a light box. Mm-hmm. They've been able to do it. And the teams that are structured like that, I think, are going to be able to win because they're really uh, – NFL teams are just banking, like especially like the Josh McDaniels, the Kyle Shanahan's, look at the Titans, look at the Ravens, the Smash Mouth. You, when we want to run the ball, that's our identity. They're just banking that your linebackers suck. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And they're just yeah. banking that, you know, you're only going to have a couple of defensive linemen who can consistently get off blocks. But for the Saints, it was like all their defensive linemen were getting off blocks and their linebackers were awesome in this game. So, you know, Josh McDaniels, his entire, like, he's hedging his bets. Okay, we're going to play like this. It's a money ball approach. Linebackers in the NFL are just built to, you know, defend the pass and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then they ran into a team that's like literally, like, you know, this is not <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's not, uh, that's not us. The Demario <laughs> Davis weighs like two sixty. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. So I'm saying they, they basically ran into a team that was built to stop them, and, and obviously they've been built to stop them for a while. I mean, the, totally. the type of football they play, and, and even the coverages they play against the the schematic of this offense, because this offense doesn't do a lot of slants. And they don't do a lot of like the, uh, you know, the angle choice routes, slant choice route type of stuff that, you know, you see in the West Coast that could eat up this offense, uh, this defense, I mean. And, you know, it's so it's just it was just <clears throat> and then they couldn't block and then they couldn't run the ball. And then, you know, Devontae Adams had the flu. So then he made those rookies look really good. which I don't think those rookies look really good if he doesn't have the flu. You right. know, I, I think it's because I think it's a totally different game. He doesn't have the flu. Because yeah. they were leaving him one on one with those well, guys, yeah. It, and it I don't think been, yeah. I'm gonna show that, but yeah, it, if it would have been, it would have been different. And it dare want to play, but you know, I can't say it. You know, that's me making it. You know, we're missing play. where we are missing Darren Waller. Do you think you know? Hot take right now is Darren Waller ever gonna come and do something this year? I think so. I mean, they, they need him bad, man. 
They need him bad. Hoping uh, against hope. Here. They, need, they need him bad, and I think they play. I, I think they throw the ball through the air better when he's when he's in the game. Yeah, they, I sure. think they, uh, they, they, yeah. they do throw the ball better than there when he's in the game. Like yeah, no matter what, how you look at it, I mean, gets the Titans. I mean, there's, I mean, he's in the game and he's getting some targets. Or they're still throwing the ball downfield a lot better. Um, I mean, even the the Broncos game. Um, and he was able to get some some good plays downfield, and he had some chances to get some throws downfield. I think he just opens things up a little bit for this offense because the way they like to use him. So I think he's a he's a big deal not being there because um, I mean Foster Monroe can't was trying they try to get Foster Monroe open sometimes. Nah, it wasn't working. They they couldn't do that. He just wasn't getting open against these linebackers. I mean, yeah. Darren Waller can get open against these linebackers, but you know it was, it was even tough task for him sometimes to get open against these yeah. guys. It has so, been in the past, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, he, he still was able to, he still would have been able to eat in the middle of the field a lot better just with speed and, and things like that. And some of the routes that they wanted to run, they had this one where they try to get Fosmer on like a mesh route. And I'm just thinking that, uh, I mean, Darrell does people. He just dusts them. And Fosmer did. <laughs> That's like the route that Darren Waller has been dusting people for like years. Is that a quick yeah. drag? You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 it would have yeah, yeah. dusted him, and it would have been a, uh, a oh, play, yeah, yeah. A, a nice game, right? Um, so, yeah, they, they need Darren Waller out there, um, you know, and the offensive line is not built for them to be down either. So uh, it's just going to get ugly, and you know, everything's going to be ugly from there on out. You know, what I mean, if the they can't block, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. I mean, you can get away with one week with Derek Carr having forty percent pressure and him playing well. You can get away with that, but if you try to do that two weeks in a row, you're you're going to get this result. That's basically you, you try to you yeah. try to go two weeks in a row with forty percent pressure. You know what I mean? Because yeah, because we, we know we know a car, <laughs> it's going to speed his process up. Yeah, it's going you know I mean and, and most quarterbacks that's that's going to be the case. I, I mean, where, worst, worst quarterbacks it, it, if you go two weeks in a row with forty percent pressure, right? And you're not like a you're right. not like a. a a guy is creating it like Russell Wilson or something, you know? Um, so, yeah. So he's, he, yeah, there are, there are, there are a few, it's, it's, it's fewer. There are a few quarterbacks who, when they're faced with that, you know, they hold the ball, hold on to the ball longer and try to do, you know what I'm saying? And, and the majority of those, that's when they make mistakes anyways. Right. Yeah. There's only a couple that consistently can do that. And then like make big plays, but the majority of quarterbacks, you're under pressure a lot. You're going to get the ball. You're going to get rid of the ball quick. Yeah. You know, you're going to check down. You're going to get your check downs a lot quicker. You know, you're going to throw the ball away. You're not going to put in, you know, just stuff like that. Um, that's the majority. Derek Carr definitely falls into that bucket, you know, and and we have seen him have this kind of like issues with, with offensive line performance before in the past and how, what that does to him. So hopefully we can, he can get, you know, just to a point where he understands these guys, they're picking up, you know, they're just doing the, the bare minimum, just like picking up blitzes, picking up the protections so he can sit in there, wait, you know, for guys like Adams and Rumford to get open. Um, you know, I don't know. This seems like when they want to throw the ball, they want to throw the ball downfield. Yeah. I mean, they're not trying to uh, dink and dunk right now either. You know what I mean? Which they should be doing. Which they should be doing. You can a whole lot more. You can't. You can't do this whole like the dagger concept with the guy running twenty yards on a dig. And, so yeah, seven step drops with this offensive line. Seven, Come on, seven no. step drops, but with the doing a sail route to Hunter Renfro. Like, I'm gonna show some of this stuff. They do like you know twenty yard sail routes to Hunter Renfro. Right. Right. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just it takes twenty minutes to get open. Yeah, man. It, the, it, um, it, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame that the offense, you know, has such a bad outing. Obviously, I know it was kind of like a perfect storm of things you're going to talk about um, with Adams and the offensive line, and you know, Derek Carr having a bad game and all this stuff. Right? Perfect storm. McDaniel's getting out coached. Perfect storm. Yeah, but it's a shame. It's a shame that the offense did that because I think the defense they played all right in this game. Like, it wasn't it was definitely not their worst performance. Yeah, um, and they were dealt a tough position, you know, dealt tough hand with the field position in this game. And there was a couple instances where, like, they came they came away with stops. That, you know, they forced field goals when they really should have. You know, it should have been a touchdown, given yeah. you know where the where that offense had the ball, where they started off with the ball. So um, they they did all right. I think if the, if the offense was humming in this one, if the if the Raiders' offense was humming in this one, I think defense, I think they were playing good enough. Where, you know, they they should have been in the game. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I mean, yeah, the, off, the offense was terrible, man. They 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 were just just laughable. I mean, I mean, like Jacobs fall, he falls on a screen, and I mean, they're they 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 just just sucked. They just sucked all around. It was pretty bad to watch. Well, it was just definitely a terrible terrible watch for me. So, uh, so but let's we we should start with the offense, right? Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna talk about uh, Adams. Not looking like himself because you know somebody told me I was being a car stand about that, so I was gonna show it. Like, hey, I got I got film, bro. <laughs> you know, uh, so I'm gonna talk about that, and I'm gonna talk about Colt Miller. Um, yeah, with that one too. So, dude, little Colt Miller, and uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's just, you know, what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's just pretty funny, man, how terrible it was. I just, I just couldn't believe it, like. That's what I, it's just weird. You, you feel like like it's not going to be like that every single week. So that's kind of the weird thing, too. It's like, you know, I know it's not going to be like this next week. But we'll get into it. I don't know, man. We've, se- we've seen seasons start free-falling before. And I don't know, like this, because, I mean, just based like what you said, like the, uh, the, uh, the linebackers and stuff, like, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> the, like the Jags don't stop the run like this. You know what I mean? Like there's not like a team that's kind of built to stop how the They're so young. Play. The Jags are so young in their front seven too. But yeah. um, they have a lot. Of, they different. have a lot of fantastic talent. Though. Yeah, Huge I, talent I mean, team. I mean, they don't want to get down against Jags. If they start passing, they're gonna get killed. I know that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't let that. You can't let that defensive line tee off. Our, our key can't wait, man. He's waiting for this game. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't wait. He said this game circled. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Right, here we go. Here we go. Okay. All right. So we can start off with a little Colton Miller, right? Um, which I think he's having an a inconsistent season, I believe. I don't think he's living up to, you know, um, what people expected out of him. I mean, they expected him to be the kind of the steady guy who doesn't give up many pressures. I know his PFF grade is still whatever. Um, and I mean, he's had some, he's had some good outings, but I think he's still been up, up and down. We're just going to watch why some of that is happening basically. All right. So let's watch this first set right here. This is of course a jailbreak from everybody else, but it's fine. We're watching Colin Miller. All right. So, you know, what I don't like about Colt Miller is that he just he just leaves his chest so wide open. 
You know what I mean? And I know he's getting his hands in here, right? He's got to, he's he's winning the hand fight. His, his chest is just so wide open. He's just trusting his power a little bit, his anchor ability. I know he's got bigger, right? But I mean, you kind of can see how this guy can kind of just rip under a little bit. But I mean, he still has a good set because he landed his hand punch first there. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's just that that chest is so open. And watch you watch. Uh, I'll show you uh, uh, him and Luminor the difference in a second. But you know, see everybody else getting their butt kicked. But I mean, he does have a good job because I mean, his, he has great feet and you see his athleticism. His feet are always really great. It's just more of his chest. I'm showing this like three times, but you see, he just and you know, Davenport just he didn't go for it there. But watch, we'll we'll show later how it kind of opens up everything when Davenport kind of notices that he's just giving his chest wide open. All right, so this is just on the screen, right? You see it again. The chest is wide open, and you know, like I said, he's he's great in his feet though. And he's actually really stronger than I expected. You know, the, I mean, he was before. You can see he kind of get a good anchor there and kind of just push him. But it is a screen. So, I mean, it really didn't matter. All right, third and 15. Here we go against Davenport again. Like I said, chest wide open here. Just wide open chest. <laughs> and you see, it just he just can't get any leverage there. Right. He's kind of off balance this time because of it. Now he's getting pushed back. Right. And the guy just goes right around. Him. Derek Carr can't even get in a set. He's got to step up through it. And of course, Alex Barr is getting beat too. And he didn't complete pass. So watch one more time. It's just, just, just wide open. Right, just wide open, and, and then you know you watch. You can watch Illuminar. Don't watch Illuminar's feet. Just, just, just don't. Just try not to watch his feet. His feet are terrible, but you, you can just see where his hand placement is. Right, like they just switched. <laughs> he had Illuminar's hand placement, and you know he had Cole Miller's feet. Man, they'd be great. Just combined into one player. Here we go again. Here goes Peyton Turner this time. I really like this. He gets a nice little snatch and trap this time. Snatch and trap. Right. So, I mean, the chest is still open, but you still still a, a really good rep here for Colt Miller. You can see a young player, a young Peyton Turner. Shout out Cyril Penn. That was his boy right there. Right. But you see, he's able to get his hands inside quick, though. And, you know, Turner's not the most powerful guy in the world. He's not able to get a big push on him. Right. But his hands inside. I'm just saying that's somebody else. Right. Uh, but, you know, he does a good job of getting that snatch and trap. Just knocking that hand down. Snatch and trapping him right there. First down Raiders. I, I just love a good snatch and trap. Just, 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 don't, just toss him to the ground. Who are you trying to bull rush? The best looking play in pass <laughs> protection. Right there. I like it. All right. Another one against Mr. Turner here. See right here, I mean, now Turner's trying to attack him, get the bull rush again, right? And now, you know, they're playing a little patty cake here. But Turner, he just doesn't have the power to push Miller, right? Miller does, has a great base. Like I said, he has great feet. He's reset his base right there. It's kind of like, you see the power, the athleticism that he's added, the strength he's added, right? But, of course, the other two guys can't block on this line. Carr's got a bunch of guys in his face. 
right? I mean, well, we see, like, if he's playing, I mean, who, who are they playing? Shit, like Miles Garrett? Play those type of guys? You think your chest open like that, he's going to get murdered. So, I mean, this is like Marcus Davenport and Peyton Turner. <laughs> All right, and then you see this one, he just goes right. This is an interesting one right here, right? So, Marcus Davenport goes right around him on this one. But it's just the hands, man. You know what I'm saying? And then you see, this one's all, look at Illuminor, right? Look at where Illuminor's hands are. Start off, right? His hands are inside. He's got really good hands. And then you go back, you watch Colton Miller. Colton Miller just, it's just, yeah, I still get the hand plays, man. And then, and then Sanity's caught leaning, trying to punch. You get the swimmer right around him, but we get a nice little veteran uh, trip here from Dylan Parham. We, we didn't see that, Raiders fans. We didn't see the trip here, the nice little veteran trip here from Dylan Parham right there. <laughs> is it a trip? Is it? It, it is it. It is isn't one. You know, you decide that one for yourself. But, uh, Right, uh, you know, this one, I don't know what happened. I kind of just missed one. I'm just showing Matt Collins with the drop. People say that's a, all right, here we, here we go. All right, so that's enough Cole Miller. Let's go ahead check out Devontae Adams here and these guys on the offense and just how there was no separation, okay? So, um, it just wasn't Devontae Adams of Devontae Adams that we usually see, all right? And you're going to see it right here on this opening play right here. This is the first play of the game, right? So I, I really showed this play on Twitter. You're going to see basically brackets on these two-man routes. When they come out in these 21, I mean, they're ready for this. They come on 21. We got basically a tight bear front right here. Get two linebackers. They got seven in the box. They're ready to play these two-man routes, right? Sorry, just a two-man front. It's a two-man routes right here, right? So you got the brackets on the top of it. But, you know, you just kind of watch Adams. I mean, it's just very – when he comes off this line, right? It's just not what you – you know. It's not the same burst you usually see out of him. Like, I, I didn't even know what route concept this was. I, I couldn't figure out what they were doing. That's what I'm saying. A lot of it is, is you know, he's kind of just – yeah, I don't know if he was he supposed to keep going forward. I don't know what's supposed to happen there. Maybe he see Carr in trouble. Just wasn't a good look on that one. Right? And we'll talk about this player right here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, so in this one, we get kind of a, a boot look. So we get him get going in, and I believe he's supposed to go out, but he goes to the corner, I think. But I think he's supposed to go out. In my opinion, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this looks like a little off kilter on this one. You'll see that really nobody else is open here. 
you know, even if Derek Carr wanted to, let's just say that he had the best offensive line in football and he had all the time in the world. And I mean, he wanted to throw this ball to Devontae Adams. He probably could, but if he could, let's just say he couldn't, I mean, there's nobody else open, right? Right. The jig's not open. Dula's not open. DJ Turner's not open. All he has is a little check down to Foster Monroe, right? Well, let's go back a little bit here. So you see here, Adams, right? I mean, he wins the route. He wins, right? But it, it just gets a little weird here because right here, you know, he he puts his hand up. I mean, the ball's in there already. So, like, why did he put his hand up? I mean, the ball's already in there, right? So instead of finding the ball in there, he just puts his, he keeps running forward and just puts his hand up. So it's weird. So it's just odd. Just, I mean, it's just stuff he didn't, he just he didn't usually do. You're saying he drifted it. Or something. Like, but but even when the ball's in the air, right? See, the ball's in the air right here, right? Like, why, why is he just slowly, why is he finally putting his hand up like the ball's not in the air already? You don't see it? Know, does he not see the ball? Was there lights problems? I don't know. Because Keelan mm -hmm. Cole lost the ball in the lights, too. <laughs> he tried to catch imaginary football. All right. So this one right here, this is uh, the, the kind of the play on the sideline. Right. So watch this one. Watch this one back. I'll stop it right here. I mean, basically, we're getting a stutter and go on this one. Or I don't know if it's supposed to be a stutter and go. That's what he does. But then we get, uh, you know, the two digs in the other, on the opposite side. But you got one-on-one, -on -one, you know, you want to go to Devontae Adams, right? And, and hey, maybe Alante Taylor is the best corner in football. Or, you know, I just, <laughs> <laughs> you know? All right, so, so we get the double move here, right? And then, you know, he gets him on the stutter and go. He gets a separation. But no, he's not getting any really any separation at all. I mean, he's kind of locked up. He's getting kind of pushed to the sideline a little bit. And, you know, Taylor misjudges his football. And that's more because Adams is so great with showing his hands late. So, you know, Taylor doesn't lose track of the football, right? But, I mean, nowhere else we can really put that football. But, you know what I'm saying? You're not seeing the same separation that you're getting that you usually see from – as I said, maybe this kid's the best corner – you've ever seen. Maybe he is. Maybe he's just the next great thing and I'm wrong, right? That maybe he's just, he's ready to lock him up like this. But, you know, he was in his pocket the whole time. Like the, the whole stutter step didn't even work, right? And not even like he's playing trail or anything. So, so when Devontae, so when Devontae Adams is separating guys, I mean, you, you really, you got, you got a little bit of a, uh, you're going to have a, <laughs> it's going to be, it's just not, it's not going to be an easy day for a quarterback. I'm not saying that like maybe, you know, if you had something else or I don't know, it, it might have been 24 to 7. I don't know. But it just wouldn't have been an easy day. Because then, like, see what also what happened when Derek Carr decided to go somewhere else is when Devontae Adams would win, right? So he has him right here at the bottom. But he decides he wants to kind of play the middle of the field, right? I mean, the middle of the field's open. You're having a seam route from Foster Moreau. He's guessing he's going to beat Demario Davis, right? And then you also have, I mean, it's man-to-man -man on both sides. You, you would hope Hunter Renfro would have went on this side too, right? Or you would hope Matt Collins would win on this side. But nobody does. Only Devontae Adams wins on the, on the, on the um, 
uh, the weak side of this, right? So, right? I mean, if he throws with anticipation with him right there, abs is open, right? This guy's falling. It's open. It's first down. But Carr's working this side of the field where nobody's open, right? I mean, this is talking when you, when you have uh, Darren Waller. I mean, Darren Waller probably gets open here. I think I think Darren Waller has a chance to probably beat this double team with the speed a little bit. But Hunter Renfro does not get open at all. And, and to me, even with these juke routes, I mean, I, I see a lot in this playbook. A lot of them can go forward. I don't know if that's what happened on this play. I'm not going to say that this, he's supposed to go forward for sure. Um, but I know on sometimes they can go forward. And I just would have liked if there was an adjustment for him to see this open the middle of the field and kind of give Carson some help here. But uh, he's going back this way. And there's nothing there. And then since Carl wasn't looking at Adams when he had the one-on-one, -on -one, nothing. Right. And, you know, you got these type of plays right here. The play action with the state. We're talking about the deep sales. And there's just nothing. I mean, unless Carr went straight to this check down, which he, he could have. Went straight to the check down. At least it would have got past the 50 in the game. Um, he hits the check down. At least it would have got past the 50. Uh, you know, but there's really nothing here. And with the pressure, you know, Colton Miller getting beat there too on the pressure. Nothing there on that one too. You kind of see this. I mean, even, this is, even if there's time. Let's just say that he's had a lot of time. I guess he could hit Hunter Renfro really late when Hunter Renfro wins really late in this rep. Right? Like at the top of his drop, I mean, there's really nowhere for him to go, right? Nothing. All over everything. And it was weird, man. They, were, they really didn't play this type of defense going into this game, which was interesting too. You know, so it really, I really felt like they, they really had this scheme pretty set up. Then we talked about Colton Miller a little bit. So we get a little Colton Miller mixed in here with this one, right? See? They just pushed him around, but then Alex Bars, it's getting beat. Doesn't matter. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know and then like on the third and six you know he, he ends up getting the drop on this one and you know we talk about Derek Carr taking one-on-ones right and you know you always want him to take the one I mean he's got Devontae Adams one-on-one -on, -one on a fade you take that every single time you know because just like the last time he didn't take it Foster Row and them aren't open right so this time he takes it right and of course he's about to get popped but Devontae Adams still didn't, he's, he didn't win again. That's what I'm saying. Maybe Alante Taylor is the best corner in football. Maybe he is. <laughs> he just maybe he is. I don't know. You say he, he doesn't win here. I mean, they're side by side right here. Like, how many times have you seen Devontae Adams on Fabe be side by side? You know? And then, I mean, he does a good job adjusting this football, but then, then he drops it. So, I mean, it was, that was a big factor in this game is that he was not consistently able to get open, get open like he usually does, right? And, you know what I'm saying? Like the one time that he ended up didn't winning, 
det er en dobbeltforbrug. Så, so, I mean, I can go into like the offense. I could go to like every single player into like a 20-minute segment. I didn't know what to do. I was really uh, struggling to figure out what I should do. So, I mean, I'm probably going to do some more on the side, but, I mean, I really could have did like the whole show. It could have been the whole show, but it could have been uh, how sucky the offense went. But, um, I, you know, bad. I, yeah, so, you know, I did want to highlight uh, a little bit. Of Colt Miller, I forgot to put the sack in there that he gave up against Jared Stidham. Um, that really showed him putting his chest and giving his chest up and why he's struggling a little bit there. Um, but I mean, he's, he's still, he's still a good player, but he's just not playing as well as he should be. And I don't know if that's because he's going to have the other guys around him. He knew he's the communication things. Maybe it's splits. I don't know. It could be something like that. I'm not sure. But, uh, um, yeah, but to, to me, in my opinion, if Devontae Adams is healthy though, I think it's, it's a different game. I, I, I still believe that hundred percent. Devontae Adams is healthy. Yeah. He's not sick. I mean, he's still sick, bro. He's in an injury report today. Limited. He didn't, he was limited in practice for the same flu. And we are what? Almost a week and a half in now with the flu and having the flu. Like the so still sick. You know, he's still I sick. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I agree it would have been a different game, but seeing how much everyone else was struggling to win one on one. Yeah. Even if Devontae Adams was on his A game, right? You know, those those other guys weren't I mean, aside from maybe like two or three of those reps, he had a safety, they still had a safety over Adams the entire time. Yeah. Right. Or hanging out on his side. Right. Mm-hmm. So those other guys, they had opportunities. Be one on ones. They did not win their one on ones. Hunter Renfro, we saw. I mean, you know, he's running whip routes, right into outside leverage, stuff like that. You know, it's just like, no, you know. Um, so I, I, I know what you mean, but it still seems like just watching the, the tape, no one else was winning either. It's not like you know they were just like heavy trying to get Devontae Adams worked in, and Hunter Renfro was just wide open in the end zone, you know, jumping around. No, no it's not yeah. like that was the case. So. I mean, they they're they're really struggling. So how you you've you've texted me offline, you know about this, but you know for the viewers, how confident are you that this offense shakes back? I think the run game's gonna shake back. That's what I think it's gonna shake back. I think the run game's gonna come back. They're not gonna play a team like that that can stuff them like this and kind of beat them up up front. Um, I mean, all we're back to the finesse teams. Um, you know, I mean. I think they might have a little trouble with like Gus Bradley. I think Gus Bradley, I know he's not known to stop the run, but uh, I mean, when they want to stop the run and their, their scheme, I think they're going to, they're going to feel confident playing man to man and all that stuff. I, I, they're going to, they're, they're going to feel more comfortable doing more things like that. I think that's what the, they have to worry about in my opinion is these teams after watching this film, like they could play two man and play these type of looks and feel like they could shut everybody down and force Derek to throw to Adams with no choice, especially if Waller's in there. Because Waller kind of changes everything. You can't do all that two-man stuff with Waller in there, right? Um, he's going to have like eight catches like he did against the uh, the Cardinals. I mean, the, the Cardinals game, they got away from that in the second half. I don't know why they stopped throwing the ball to Darren Waller like they were in the first half. But um, in the first half of that game, they were throwing Darren Waller like crazy up the seam. And he was able to eat against those two high cover, man, cover two-man coverages that they were running, right? Um, so they have to, you know, get him back, really. That's kind of a big yeah. factor here. Because he's, he's the only other guy that can win. He wins, right? Um, 
uh, you know, he doesn't win all the time. He's not going to win every single time, but he's going to win 80 percent of the time, you know, and you know, Devontae Adams is going to win 99.9 percent of the time. Right. So, you know, you want that 99.9 percent of the time guy and you get that 80 percent of the time guy, because I don't know what happened to uh, Hunter Renfro. I don't know if they just neutered him. Maybe they neutered his routes, uh, neutered his shape. They definitely did. Right. They, they neutered that. So he's not the same guy. Right. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but just but, you know, saying maybe he's not reading those things right, because I, I kind of feel like, you know, on that, that whip right you're talking about, like, I know there's adjustments to it. I know there is. So but I don't know if there's adjustment on that exact route that he's running. But I know right. there's adjustments to those rip routes. Right. And, um, you know, he, maybe he could have just kept going forward. You know, right. uh, and maybe that opens everything up too, and then he kind of, you know, Clark can hit him real quick on that play. But you know, it it was just ugly, bro, and uh, all around. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's it's just hard to explain. I, I I just don't think that would happen again because it was just that bad. There's no, no way. There's no way it could happen. They, they, they aren't that bad on offense. I, I, I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like throw it away. Oh yeah. Hopefully you don't have to talk about this game ever again. You just go back to you know being a top ten offense. Yeah. It's the Jags. Hopefully the defense yeah. can take a step forward, not give up over twenty one points. And you know, I think uh I think maybe Raiders pull out a win. But let's transition. So we can stop talking <laughs> about the, this crappy performance on the offense. Let's transition yeah, to the defense. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought that the Raiders did a pretty good job stopping the Saints run. The Saints came out tons. Two tight ends, three tight ends, jumbo personnel, all that stuff, right? Um, and when Alvin Kamara was the primary ball carrier, he only averaged 3.4 yards a carry. You know, they, uh, they, did, they did a solid job stopping the run. So that's what I want to talk about first before we get into, you know, some of the areas where they were struggling. So let's get into it. So let's talk about the run defense. Okay. Like I was saying before, they're doing a great job. Here's Max Crosby just screaming off the edge here, trying to block him with the tight end. Good luck. That's an idiot move, honestly, at this point. He's pretty much shown you cannot block him with the tight end. Um, but, you know, a, a lot of guys, a lot of guys do a great job. You know, here's Blake Martinez here, and they're, they're in 4-3 personnel. Martinez reads it, scrapes across, gets in on that run stop. Okay. You know, it was, it was a full – it was everyone. Okay. Look at Billings. Does a fantastic job fighting the pressure from the center. Okay, getting his weight down. Throwing the guy past him, getting that run stop in the hole. Okay. This one is a phenomenal play for Max Crosby. He reads the down block. He knows that he's going to get this guard pulling. And he just does, you know, completely unorthodox. Just makes this guy look like an idiot. Swims. Guys dancing around over there. Max Crosby gets another run stuff. Guys, okay, some really good, some, some good looking plays here. This this one's from Devon Diablo. They're running a, a blitz. Perryman's going to blitz into that A gap right there. Diablo's going to be kind of a free hitter to scrape over the top. Meets the running back in the hole for a run stuff. Okay. So, I mean, they, they did a, a really good job, a fine job. Here's Chandler Jones. 
coming off the edge, tight ends trying to block him one on one. Nope. Okay. Jumps on the ball carrier. So they did they did a really good job. This is the last one. Blake Martinez. We got Taysom Hill run game. Okay. Watch him. Okay. You see, and you see Blake Martinez here. He's waiting, 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 being patient, being patient. Sticks Taysom Hill in the hole. Okay. Despite, you know, them being able to stop the run, and I think that it helped stall some of these Saints drives. I mean, you know, they were put into a bad place field position wise. And there was two occasions. This is one play where um, Saints got the ball back there around like the 30-yard line, and they held them to a field goal try. Here the Raiders are playing over here. A too high look. They're getting a, an alert here where they're going to get a screen. So you see both the corner and the nickel kind of bail out of their zones right there to kind of jump that screen look. And it's a double move, kind of a tricky play. But what? first of all, a great recovery from Rocky Yassin to just get his hands on and just slow the, this guy down just a little bit. And then Trayvon Mary comes over the top. Can't get both feet in. Would have been a fantastic play if he, you know, if that was the case. Um, two plays later, they had to settle for a field goal attempt. The Saints, here's another one where they got down low. In the red zone, I believe that this is a third down, third and short. They decide to go with a pass, a play action against cover one. And you see here, you know, Dalton first. He thinks, oh, I'm going to throw it here. But then Amik Robertson gets into, his, gets into the right spot. So then he has to pull it down. And he double clutches, comes back later, tries to throw it over the top, but it's too late, throws it out of bounds. Okay, so good job in coverage. You know, there was a couple instances where they got down in the red zone, favorable field position. Defense was in a tough spot, and they held them to a field goal attempt instead of giving up a touchdown. But when they struggled, one of the biggest reasons was Anthony Averett here, down here at the bottom of the screen. He really, really struggled in this game where he was going to place a cover four look. And in this cover four look, really – on the back side, you should have a double in out 30 and 29 are going to be doubling that X. So if he crosses the, that, that hash, you know, I think Averett really, he just needs to robot over the top. I don't think that he needs to follow this guy over the hash because he's got help inside here. So uh, I think that he doesn't really need to sell out. And you see he's like full sprint. You know, you see the, the, the stride length, he's out of control. He's not going to be able to break down now um, quickly and efficiently enough to contest this. And I just think that he needs to just be a little bit more patient and play his leverage, stay outside leverage on that. Um, here's another one, bottom of the screen. It's a blitz. It's a cover one blitz. So I don't know if he should be outside leverage or inside leverage on this. It seems like they've been switching things up, um, you know, from week to week. So I still got to tamp in on that. But bottom line, okay, when you have a transition like this where you plant, okay, so you plant, he's playing with his left foot, but then he takes this big, huge step behind him, okay, and that's called a bucket step. 
So if you have a transition like that where you plant and then you step behind yourself, that's a bucket step. You can't win in the NFL doing that. Okay. And that, uh, so that, that was one rep. Here's another one. They're in a cover one blitz again. I think they need to banjo this. They need to switch this off. They need to stop playing lock. This is a stack. You have Trayvon Merrick right here. He's a DB. Let him come down, play banjo on this. But instead, they're just still playing lock. So I think that this is really on Patrick Bram. But anyways, we see him here get beat on that little rub route, little uh, switch release when they're playing lock against a stack. Look, I mean, that's all scheme right there. And last one for Anthony Averett. Top of the screen. This is a third and one. Okay. Got to have it. He's in man coverage. And you see him here. Start guessing. Okay. Cross his feet over. It's beat inside. I think if you're if you are going to open up, you need to be in a in a situation in a spot in a in a position with your body, where if he comes back inside, he has to go through you. Okay, so there's no real reason for him to open up when he when the guy is not even with him yet. He needs to fight to stay square and kick step his feet and hips in front of the receiver here instead of opening up. Um, so that's just bad technique in press man coverage uh, to give that one up. Oh, I lied. Here's another one for Anthony. Aver. Oh my gosh. How many did this guy have? Okay. Bottom of the screen. Let's see. Let's, let's see this one. Uh, actually, I think I might have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this was one that I, I accidentally left in there. Okay. All right. And um, then now let's talk about the other problem that they had, which was, giving up extra yardage after contact, okay? You see Taysom Hill gain a few extra yards after the run for a first down there, okay? Oh, 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 this one back here, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is another example. Taysom Hill getting a catch across the middle of the field, okay? We don't tackle him right here short of the sticks. Instead, by the time we get him on the ground, he's already fallen forward for another six, seven, eight yards. Okay, leads to a first down. Okay, we already saw that one. Here's another one. This time it's Alvin Kamara on a little angle route. Okay, we don't tackle him here, 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 or here. Okay, he gets into the end zone, breaks three or four tackles. Um, this is another example. I think it's pretty much the same exact route, little angle route. Okay, and instead of breaking tackles, he just outruns everyone. To the end zone. Right? So they struggled tackling, and Anthony Averett was giving up everything. I mean, Rock Yassine, he wasn't locked down either. I think he gave up two catches. He also had a pass interference that went for a first down. Uh, so it's not like Rock Yassine was locked down either, but Anthony Averett was definitely getting roasted. I think it is time. I think we've seen enough. I don't know if Anthony Averett is hurt, whatever it is, but Sam Webb's got to get in because it can't be worse than that, right? At this point. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, I mean, defense definitely. There's still problem areas as far as far as what they did against the run. Okay, it's it's enough where if the offense is humming, the offense is doing great. Maybe this defense is in a position where they can you know make some plays and you know put this team you know in a position where they can win the game as long as the offense is humming. But it still has so many holes on defense. You saw the missed tackles. You saw the extra yardage afterwards. You saw, you know, it seems like each week 
one of these guys is just getting picked on and just getting roasted. It could be a different guy each week. So until they can, you know, start making some plays in the secondary against the pass, you know, I think it's going to be tough sliding for this defense. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, um, I mean, because really what happened is, you know, defense just wasn't good enough to overcome those type of situations, you know, and so, so, I mean, they're, they're sort of dependent on the offense to be great. Right. And, uh, and kind of lead the way. Right. And they kind of feed off the offense being great. Uh, when the offense comes as flat, it's just, they're just not going to, even if they're, they're getting stops or whatever, you know, yeah. it kind of, cause it kind of reminded me of, like the Falcons game where like the Falcons game, like the, the defense didn't play bad that game, you know, but <laughs> it's still 46 to three or whatever. Right. Uh, right. so, um, Something about that NFC South, man. About that <laughs> on NFC the road, South. man. The road. I don't know what it is. The Raiders players in, in, in the South, man. They, they, uh, yeah. They go South. I know. Oof. Gosh. Man. This is Carolina. I don't I guess they, they don't like Carolina. Atlanta and New Orleans. It's tough for them. Tough for them. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that, I think that's, that's really what happened with the defense in this game. Um, I mean, what did you think of the pass rush altogether? I mean, there really wasn't that much passing. Uh, you know, it, it was tough. It was tough to get into um, situations where, you know, um, where they where they wanted to rush the pass. I mean, you saw when they when they were throwing the ball in third and ones, it was play action stuff like that. Um, but when when there was pass rush pass rush opportunities, definitely didn't get enough pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, but with, with the ebb and the flow of the game, the way that it was, and then just you know really playing with that lead and you know protecting that lead. Yeah. Uh, from so early on in the game, it was just tough to get into that rhythm, rush the passer. So it's 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 one of those things where, you know, the rich get richer, and you know when you when you're playing with a lead, it, you know your defense is going to have all these great pass rush stats. You know what I mean? But it's just because it's just like, well, yeah, because that's what you're doing for the majority of the game is you're rushing the passer. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of one of those things where you know it just didn't work out for them in the situation of the game. To get to, you know to get after the, the quarterback, but that being said, when when they had the opportunities, they didn't really make much of them. Okay, yeah, all right. So, uh, any other thoughts about this uh, ugly game? So we can uh, throw this one in the trash or watch throw it. it away, throw it away. I ain't finished charting because I was like, man, but I have to if I want to have my correct charting stats. So I have to watch Jared Stidham, right? And I'm, you have to watch Jared Stidham, yeah. I have to. I've been avoiding it all week. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've been avoiding watching Jared Stidham. I mean, he, he did have a, uh, some throws. Like he was, like, sporadic. I don't know why they don't run that offense that they run with him. And you, they had, had him get out of the ball, like, in two two seconds. So uh, they, they got car. <laughs> yeah, running all those hard plays for him. <laughs> Deep daggers. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Barr is out there. Yeah. <laughs> and rookies. <laughs> Bad game plan. <laughs> sales. Like, I don't know. They just got to switch, they got to switch up how they how they pass. You know what I'm saying? Because just in case they get in this type of situations, you can't be like, uh, you know, we're going to run the ball, play action, throw deep, and throw intermediate dicks. Like, I, I feel like this, that was like their game plan the last two weeks for that. And, yeah, it might have been working you know, against those teams you play. But this game, the, the tape said that was not going to work. You weren't going to get any digs this game. It just, you just weren't. This wasn't the type of defense they play. And, you know, you, you got to just slant them to death. They didn't 
slam right. like that. It's like whether one of their best plays of the game, their longest pass play of the game, was a, was a quick uh, slant that had a, uh, another slant behind it. The best play of the game. <laughs> right to Matt Collins, 13. Quick. They, 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 okay. they, okay. 13 was their best play of the game? Uh, it was 13 yards, yeah. 13 yards to uh, Matt Collins. That was the longest play? Oh, no. Oh, sorry. My bad. 16-yard run to Josh Jacobs. 16. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there was one explosive. Yeah. One explosive Yikes. play. One explosive play, Josh Jacobs. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and most of those yards is him dragging Tyron Matthews. So he dragged Tyron Matthews with five yards. So. Right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that was mostly just him. And that, and that was a lot of the game, too. Willed it. Yeah. That was a lot of the game, too, is that, uh, you know, they were tackling him. So. When, right. Because, I mean, the offensive line kind of played. I know, they got, I know they played really well against the Texans, but, like, against the Chiefs and the um, Broncos, they didn't. They weren't excellent, right? They, it was mostly Josh Jacobs. And what we saw was just Pete Warren just tackling the hell out of him just every time in open field. And then Alante Taylor, who's the best corner in football, uh, <laughs> is making tackles too. <laughs> you know, Uh I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Like either Devontae you know, has the, the funny thing. Or... The funny thing is with the flu. Okay. Yeah. Is you know it's it's an illness. I'm not sure if people knew this. Okay. But it's contagious. So okay. if one person has a flu, that means at least 15 other people have the flu as well. That's I mean, come on. Only Devontae Adams has this contagious illness. That's the only guy. Are you kidding me? He's on the plane. He, he, yeah, he wore a hazmat suit like the entire time. Like what? Uh, so yeah, I think I think Devontae Adams had had the flu, but I think there's probably other guys that were symptomatic yeah. as well because um, everyone looks flat out there. Yeah, so. and, and you know, I think it's interesting too. I think um, you know. With the with the offensive line playing, I, you know, I'm now I'm, I'm kind of thinking like, does Derek Carr survive the season? Like, does he? He's already got his back injury. All right. He got his head got hit the ground. <laughs> he got thrown to his head. I don't know how he got up from that hit. The last hit he took, and they took him out like right after that. That's why he didn't play that last series because that hit he took. Um, but you know, I I don't know. I don't know if he survives, man. I don't know. We'll see though. We'll wow. see. People might get their wish. They might see some dress to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps taking his like He's getting his ass kicked. Man. I don't know how he gets up sometimes. I was like, he's not getting up now. <laughs> and it's, it's, the last two weeks, he's got a really slow a couple times. He's got a really slow right. Texas game. He got a really slow. That he's one getting too much. That 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 hit that, that Peyton Turner put on him, man. Whew. He's getting it too much. Wait, but yeah, may, may, maybe yeah, maybe like you're saying, people will get their wish. People who want to see Jed Stidham. They're gonna get it. If man. that's the kind of football that you like to watch. Yeah, because he's, he's he's yeah yeah oh, man, he's getting. It. It's been two weeks in a row too. The Texas game, he got his butt kicked against Texas too, man. Chiefs, I mean, he's getting his butt kicked every week. So yeah, uh, right. Then, well, they can't it's, pass protect. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's adding up for sure. Good point. So might not might not make it through the season. Insane. And then you get that type of performance like that, man, where he's just you know he's under pressure the whole game. And he he's not the. We all know he's not the greatest quarterback under pressure. 
himself. You know, he's under pressure 50% of the time every week. <laughs> so I'm saying we're gonna, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. And they're not getting open. He's, so he's under pressure 50% of the time. They're not getting open. Yeah, it's it's going to get ugly from here on out if it stays like this. So hopefully they can run the ball. And uh, yes. Need a plan. McDaniels needs to kind of regroup, figure out, you know, how to highlight the strengths of this team. Because right now, he just kind of has a one-size-fits-all approach. It's not working. Yeah, because uh, last thing I'll say, I guess, will you put some thoughts in my head because I've been kind of mad about this offense all week. Uh, you know, when you watch, like, the different Erhart Perkins out there, um, you know what I'm saying, there's, there's a lot of ways you can build this offense around players. So there's one Alabama – Right, Alabama that uh, Bill O'Brien uses that he built around Bryce Young, right? So it's it's more built around Bryce Young's skill set. There's the one Bill O'Brien built around Deshaun Watson's skill set. He built he the same offense where your your pocket passer sitting in the middle. He adapted it to Deshaun Watson. Then there's Brian DeBall who adapted it to Josh Allen, right? And now you see Josh Allen. It's totally it's it's same offense now. He's adapting it. To Daniel Jones, right? And you know, we're not seeing Joshua Daniels adapt this to Derek Carr. And I just kind of mm. interesting. Like like Bill Musgrave took this offense and he adapted it to Derek Carr. Because it's a very adaptable offense. You can just fit it around somebody's skill set if you figure out what the skill set is and you and if you like take that deep dive and you know. Don't think you're just a quarterback wizard. You just, you know, you just get to go out there and I don't know. But that that's kind of how it is. I mean, that's kind of like when I think about it, like why Derek Carr's in the scheme before and he played really, really well, and why he's not playing. I mean, he's playing overall. He's playing average football overall. Um, it's more about what is being built around it because Bill Musgrave gave him seven step drops and gave him like deep, um, not deep seven step drops, but gave him a lot of options to check down to, but also gave him the, had the offense, awesome offensive line, obviously too. Offensive line. Yeah. Right. But I mean, that kind of built all around it too. I mean, they built the offensive line around him though, on purpose that for that reason, so they could run the scheme um, effectively. Cause you can't run the scheme effectively. Without the offensive line. You can't, you can't. Yeah. So obviously I, th- that's my last rant about uh, is just everybody else is adapting their scheme to, to, this and even you know, I don't think Josh McDaniels is doing that right now. So, yeah, um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. I don't have anything else to add. We could go on and on, I, honestly. I so we'll save some. We'll save some content. That's okay. it. All right, guys, uh, we're out of here. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We are out. Peace. Peace, y'all.